guys, and welcome to the show. This is Quiet on Set, episode one. I'm your host, Joe Johnson, and let's get right into it. So Quiet on Set is a micro-podcast about indie film production, just set life, and how to really break into the industry. And I'm kind of here to go into depth on that. I am Joseph Johnson. I also go by Joe Showstrand. Basically, I am a independent editor slash producer, and this stuff is my passion. Like, I could not imagine myself really doing anything else. I really enjoy being on productions and just like living that set life. You know, it's it's kind of busy, but it's also really really fun. So today on the first episode, we're just kind of going over a little introduction of just essentially what this series is going to entail. And then I'll go over a few tips about indie film production, like kind of how to start on your very first set and really how to like get involved with stuff. In our second episode, we will be interviewing independent writer-director Joseph Rennick, uh, who directed the film Sheena's Secret. The third episode which is a soundscape. And basically it'll be sort of like an experience where you guys get to hear what's going on on like an actual independent film set. But to kind of kick this episode off, I just kind of want to give people a few tips for getting started on independent film productions and how to get involved with them. And I'll also give some experience of like where I started from. I've been in this industry for probably two years now. I've done a lot of indie sets a lot of micro-budget films, some features. And I think it's a really, really cool experience. And you get to meet a lot of really interesting, creative people. So tip number one I have is really just make connections. And I think what I mean by that is go on social media, go on places like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and really just like find like-minded people that share your interests and just start talking to them. I really started that my freshman year at Webster. And I got to know a lot of really interesting creatives. I think that for me, I I got a lot of job opportunities just because of that. And I think really making those solid connections is good because if you have those connections or if you learn how to like make those connections, you're set and just be like, hey, you got a project going on. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I need some help with it. And then just offer. I mean, and all you need to do is just go out and volunteer your time and just see what people are doing, see if people are interested. And that comes with my number two is really, you got to be hardworking. This is a very work intensive field. I know that from experiences. I've been on sets that have lasted over 18 to 24 hours. So you got to be prepared to really work your ass off, no matter what you want to do, no matter if you want to do camera, editing, color grading, directing, producing, you got to be ready to like work your ass off because it is it's a very, very busy life, but it's, it's also can be very, very fun. I just be prepared to like really have a good work ethic. I think that really understanding your kind of path you want to go on, I think is very, very important to working in this industry because that allows you to be focused and allows you to have a better idea of essentially what you want to do. Finally, I would say be professional and learn how to respect. I think that's sort of the overall premise of that idea is just really 
learning kind of like how to respect the hierarchy on set because the last thing people want is someone coming in with a big shot ideas and like kind of telling people how to do their job. No, you got to learn to respect the people that are on set and really learn from them everything you can. I think that is the most important thing. Being professional is very, very important, but also learning what you can from being on set and just doing everything. It's a very complicated lifestyle, but I think with some hard work and dedication, you can really do a lot of cool stuff. So keep a lookout for episode two. It'll be coming in the next couple of weeks where I'll be talking with my friend Joseph Runnick about his experiences, kind of similarly like what we went over today, but really getting from his perspective. I hope you all enjoyed this and we'll catch you later. Welcome to Quiet On Set Episode 2. I'm your host, Joe Johnson, and let's get right into it. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. We have independent writer and director, Joseph Rennick, director of such films as Sex Demon, Blood Oaks, Sheena's Secret, and Purple Stuff. So, Joe, welcome to the show. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Awesome. So in our last episode, we really talked about how to break into the industry. And I'm just curious, like, how, how did you get your start with, like, all of this? Like, what, tell me your story. My, my story on how I started making movies. Let's see. I had reached a point in high school where I had decided that I had an interest in movies and I wanted to make movies and this like there there was like a defining moment I think it was when I had finally watched uh, the social network which had like just come out that year and I was like okay I, I I watched it and I'm just like okay I want to do this it's like the that that was one of those movies that made me want to make movies Graduated high school, went to community college. So I had dropped out, took a year off, and then it got to a point where I had begun to want to really learn how to make movies again. Like I had felt ready to go back to college, so I started just looking up affordable film schools, found Webster just kind of on a on like a bit of a random search. Here I am. I've officially done four years here. I'm on my fifth one. And slowly but steadily, I learned how to make movies. Some have been successes, others not so much. But yeah, that that was my journey into getting into uh, this little industry that we like to call the film industry. And then sophomore year was purple stuff.
the the little movie that could is what I what I call it. Was there any other processes you've gone through in film that have been very difficult or demanded like a lot of hard work? Because I, I know I know there's one we could talk about. There's one we could talk about right right the fuck now. Yes. Yes. Both of us have a very strong relation because I also produced Sheena's Secret for those who don't know. And it was. <sighs> there was. This was a very location heavy script. There were a ton of locations. There were visual effects. There, there was a ton of dialogue. Like it, this was probably my most dialogue heavy script. And it was the the script writing process for it was in development for at least a year and a half by the time we had started shooting. I think like fall 2018, you approached me, and then we just. We were originally planning for spring, and then I think Sex Demon popped up, and then a bunch of other things popped I, up. I think it was just spring was coming up, and we didn't have enough pre-production for it done, and it was a big, like, it, I think it was like 25 pages at the time. It, it, it was also coming around the time we were shooting uh, Sex Demon and Blood Oaks, and we wanted to make that the bit for our crowdfunding campaign. To prove that we were serious about making this, we shot this bit first i had like a spark of inspiration around the time it's like and, and this was like a very turbulent time for me because i had i had essentially watched one of my heroes get lambasted this was around the time that i started my big disney boycott because they had fired uh james gunn for tweeting some very like raunchy jokes like he is a he's made very raunchy and absurd movies and that's kind of what I loved about him that's why he's one of my heroes and I just watched him just get dragged through the fucking mud so I made the most anti like superhero movie ever made that Disney would never make as a result essentially I wound up getting this idea about a young teenage girl with superpowers and I was like okay well how, how do you how do we make this original and I had come up with this idea. What about this concept that I don't think has ever? I I looked up if anybody had like done this concept sure, before, sure. and nobody had done the idea of when you become a teenager, you hit puberty, like what? Like every day you get a superpower, like a brand new superpower. It's just a like a a roulette wheel in your brain is how I describe it in the script. Like, how do you keep that a secret, especially when it's ultra rare and the government wants to, like, study this? Like, like if you develop this, you're highly sought after because it's super rare. Like, how do you hide this? And then that's what led to the title. And then I started to develop this character of Sheena. And then I had finished a draft. I had sent it out to people. Then chopped it up, sent out a second draft, got more opinions. Then it gets to the point where it's summer 2019. I write a final draft. Like, it's officially locked. We're starting to really get crew put together. Yeah, I think for me, production started in August. I started emailing locations because we needed a lot of different places to shoot. We, we, we needed a high school. We needed a classroom. We needed the back of a school. We needed a house, a kitchen, uh, a dumpster. Yeah, it was it was intense, but it, we had to. We actually, I think we used a lot of really creative ideas. We we got as creative as we possibly could. Low budget filmmaking. It's it's very it's a pain in the butt. It was 
that process was intense because it, it seemed like everything bad happened especially like late August, early September, where it's like we had crew, then we lost crew. We had equipment. We, we were actually getting like legit film equipment. I mean, like we were going to make this look like the best movie possible. And then the guy who had the equipment wound up um, getting on another set and going back. To, like it, it required him to go back to Russia. And so we lost that equipment. Man, oh man, did that just kill a lot of enthusiasm. I, I, I still have hope that it's going to be good, but yeah, that having all of those blows in pre-production happen killed a lot of enthusiasm, and just it just made it harder on us. We had to really scramble to get this movie made. I was exhausted. I, I, we, I think we all, except for maybe talent, were exhausted. The biggest, the hardest location to find was the school. Yes. Mainly, we talked to Kirkwood High School, and they let us shoot in the hallways and on outside for a very, very generous price. I think it was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, they, they, they were awesome. And didn't didn't we wrap early that day? We did. Yeah, I th- I remember that day, just everybody being so motivated, and we just got so much shit done. We did. Like I was exhausted by the end of it, but like we wrapped within five or six hours, and it was like, it was like. I, I would say that was probably the best day of shooting. Honestly, honestly. Like, as exhausting as it was, yeah, that was the best day of shooting. Well, anyways, it's kind of a closing statement. Do you just we've we've talked a lot about advice and we probably you probably heard a lot about like kind of glean secondhand information from our conversation, but do you have any direct advice to anyone who's trying to get into this industry or anyone going um, forward just in just in general? Be humble. Be very humble. Treat every single crew member every single cast member with the utmost respect make them feel as if they are important on your sets try to have fun don't take yourself too seriously especially for film students and it's like i i i'm guilty of falling out of it but do not be afraid to fail in film school that, that is probably going to be my biggest piece of advice from, from all of this. We are here to learn in film school. We are students. We are not professionals. And a lot of film students, I'm not naming names, but there are a lot of film students on here with big egos and they expect 100% perfection, which I think is bullshit. We are in school. We are here to learn because... he. he Here's the thing. When you fail in the real world, you're fucked. You are absolutely 100% fucked if you fail. Film school should be the place where you make as many failures as possible. You learn from that so that you don't make those failures when you go out into the real world and you're making studio films. And to quote a Ryan Johnson film, the greatest teacher failure is... Joe, thank you so much for coming on today. That was amazing advice, amazing stories. Just, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be here. <laughs> absolutely, man. <laughs> All right, this has been Quiet on Set, Episode 2. I'm your host, Joe Johnson. We will see you next time.
Sound. Speed. Camera. Rolling. One alpha take one. Mark. Focus set. Action. Speed. Scene six. Bravo. Take one. Camera. Two. Bravo. Bravo. Take one. Mark. Okay. Scene two A. Take one. And action. Final set. Sound. Speed. Camera. Rolling. Four alpha. Take two. Mark. Focus set. Okay. Rolling. Action. Meeting. Scene 7. Charlie. Scene 5. 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 Scene 5.